We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. I think there's uh, kind of mixed emotions, you know, here in Charlotte, uh, you know, when it comes to... You know, this uh, the decision to uh, move up number one. I think there's some people that feel like uh, it was a necessary evil. Uh, in order to, to be great, you have to take risks, and this is a risk the Panthers are willing to take. And Frank Garcia right there, former Panthers offensive lineman, radio host, and analyst for WFNZ in Charlotte, you know, talking about specifically the mixed emotions surrounding the Carolina Panthers trade. And, and, and I mentioned it uh, before, too, that, you know, I had a, a conversation with my in-law, Andrew, my cousin. I felt bad, you know, telling right. him this kind of stuff. All right. And he, uh, you know, he, he was talking about how, you know, in his group chat, everyone essentially said, you know, it's, uh, he said, uh, hey, Gabe, thanks for calling. It was fun chatting. He's like, I scrolled through my group chats from today, and I'm going to sum up Panthers fans' reactions as DJ Moore is an absolute stud but I'd give my left arm for a quarterback. I don't care what anyone thinks. We need a quarterback, and we need one now. So, you know, they're in that level of desperation. Like, okay. who cares about a DJ more uh-huh. if I don't have a quarterback to throw him the ball? Right. And so, you know, I think they're tired, like most franchises are, of not having someone under center that can get them to that next level while they're being developed. And I think that's where they're in the spot right now. He also went on to say that he doesn't think the Panthers are going to trade the number one pick. Because any anti-Bears person that's out there, and they exist in my group <laughs> chat, and, oh, Bears are going to be so salty mm. if the Panthers trade this and get more. And I'm like, shut it. Shut it. Shut your mouth, bro. <laughs> They're not going to get more than the Bears. And stop talk spewing that negativity. Like, what franchise is out there like, I'm going to fleece the Bears for this much, and then I'm going to go flip it. And, no, like, nobody's, right. nobody's going to do that. How would that strategy even make sense from their viewpoint? Like, so you, you give up your your best <laughs> offensive player that still remained right. on the roster, and you trade up to number one overall just with, with the notion. And after giving away your first-round pick and future first-round pick and future second-round pick, give all that up. Just you can trade up number to number one, and you're thinking that you're going to get at least that, if not more, in return. Just strategically, that doesn't even make sense to really think that way from, from the Panthers' perspective. You have no guarantee that once you trade up to number one, you'll be able to get somebody else yeah. to give you more than you got from the Bears. And if you thought you could, then why wouldn't you have just stayed where you were? <laughs> if you're willing to trade out of the top spot— what was the point in going through all the concern to get up there in the first place? It's just some Chicago haters. Yeah. That's what happens, you know. People just hate on anything here in Chicago. <laughs> I could do a better better job than Ryan Poles. That's mm. literally what people are out there thinking. Yeah. 
like, oh, he should have got X amount of first round picks or X amount. Of picks. Come on, bro. He's actually having conversations with people. You're talking to your mom and your, uh, your Titi or something right, like that. Right. All right. And what what actually ends up factoring in as well is that now the timing of it. I think has value to Ryan Poles also. Trading before getting to the point we're at today, trading before free agency has begun, that gave him a little bit of definition where he goes into today knowing, I got a true wide receiver one. I know how much draft capital I have moving forward. And so as I'm making these negotiations with offensive tackles or with defensive linemen or whomever, I'm at number nine. I got multiple first-round picks. Maybe I can still move around a little bit, but even if I'm not going to move from nine, I got a decent sense of where my draft board is setting up. So it had value to Ryan Poles to even get it done beforehand, and he got ample return for it, you know, especially throwing DJ Moore into the mix of everything he got in return. So I think the the timing of it was a factor also because it, at least now you've defined your position going into things as opposed to you're going into free agency and you still got the number one pick and there's some uncertainty that can come with how you're actually going to maneuver that. You had a deal that you loved, you make that deal, and now you can kind of move on to the next phase of your offseason. Yeah, because ultimately you can say to yourself, if I don't get a top-tier offensive lineman, one exists at the number nine spot. Right. And if I don't get the services of a top tier, you know, three technique or edge mm-hmm. rusher, I know I can get one at the number nine spot. So as you mentioned, while negotiating, you have to have those things in your mind and you get a much clearer picture of what that can be if you move down from that number one pick. And who knows? Maybe in their conversations, you know, we can be confident. Ryan Poles was talking to, to Ballard and the Colts. Maybe part of that conversation was, well, all right, well, what, what can you give me on my D-line? What can you give me on my mm-hmm. O-line? You know, as a part of this trade package that we're discussing here. If I'm going to trade down to four, you know, can can you give me the best offensive guard in football? I love that. <laughs> can you give me my three technique of the future as a part of this trade package? Maybe the Colts were willing to come up off of that in addition to the Bears trading down to number four and them coming up to number one. So that could have been potentially something that was able to define things for Ryan Poles. You're going into free agency. If that could have happened, if they would have gotten DeForest Buckner from the Colts, traded down to number four, all right, we're at four, and we've also been able to now solidify the interior of that D-line. We're still in the top five somewhere. That could have worked out really well. If that didn't happen now, or at least you got your wide receiver one and you're still in the top ten of the draft. So I'm sure there's a, a wide variety of ways that they tried to see Ryan Poles, how this thing could play out. Well, a lot of people were talking about, you know, certain teams calling or trying to call Ryan Poles bluff, and I think that's a perfect scenario where yeah. Ryan Poles says, hey, man, there's a team that's in the top ten that are, uh, that's offering me a really good player. Yeah. And so I, I see who you're trying to throw in here, mm-hmm. but that's player C. Yeah. I need player at least B. Yep. And they're like, nah, I don't think you're getting that. You're like, yep. okay, DJ Moore to the <laughs> Chicago Bears. You're like, damn it. And someone in that room, let's be very clear, Ed. Someone that's a member of the Colts organization is yelling at someone <laughs> saying, I told you to give him up. Uh-huh. Because now – for certain, there's a team at the number one spot that could potentially take a guy that the Colts were in love with or yeah. thought that they had a chance at, you know, by trading with the Chicago Bears, and now that no longer exists. How mad do you think Jim Irsay is with Chris Ballard right now? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if somebody got a bad so couple know, it's curse, Jim Irsay would be mad at everyone. Yeah, everybody knows that, right? So, uh, again, you're, you're, you're pissed. To be very clear, well, you're like, pissed. And then Ballard comes out and says, like, oh, well, yeah, I think we can get a guy at four. It's like, well, you better playing hope the game. you came now, man. <laughs> it's playing the game, right? The poker yeah. game. You're bluffing, I'm bluffing. But then so at one point, you got to show your hand. And the Bears did yeah. just that. And unfortunately, uh, the Colts couldn't come through with, with their guy. All right, uh, let's let's go to the phone lines. 
6767. We're talking Bears. We want to hear from you. What do you think so far uh, for from what Ryan Poles has done in free agency? What do you think is next? Uh, we're going to Ricky out in Chicago. All right, Ricky, you're talking about free agency. What what do you think uh, of the job that Ryan Poles has done with the draft? Uh, excuse me, with the with the money that they had. Well, I hope you guys are excited as much as I am because I am stoked with everything going on. But I do have a quick question about a scheme fit tackle that no one's really talking about. Um, he's a mauler. He fits the profile of the line, and you can move Braxton to the right. What about Taylor Luan coming off two ACLs, maybe a cheap contract to prove it? You have a mauler at tackle who was an all-pro. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Luan has been out there on Twitter. He's certainly <laughs> active in, in the Twitter space right now, and he has been. He's been a really effective player throughout his career, 31 years old, guy of Michigan. You know, he's had a he's had a really good NFL career and former teammate of Nate yeah. Davis. So there's some familiarity there also. So he had a he had a really excellent career and he was one of the top players in football for a stretch. Now he is a little older. He has had some surgeries. So, I mean, what is the dollar value of a Taylor Lewan? And that's the thing that, you know, it, it's very easy to forget how early we are in this process and, you know, with it being, we're not even done with day one of free agency. So the fact that the Bears haven't a- attacked the top end of the market yet doesn't necessarily mean that a, a Taylor Lewan type wouldn't be something that may suit them later on. And he would be the type of guy that I'm, I'm of the impression would come in as security somewhere, but not necessarily where you, you'd pay him at this point in his career, top end of the market money to be your definitive starter at offensive tackle and, you know, I, I think if he if he proves that he's healthy, he'd, of course, have to pass the physical. We saw how that went with Larry Ogunjobi. But, you know, Terry Lewan isn't, uh, at this point in his career, he's not a first wave of free agency right. level guy. But Somebody you bring in, a, be a body, create yeah. competition like Poles did last and year. And, I mean, if he's healthy and he can kind of return to form a little bit, then maybe you got a high-level guy. So the potential is there. But that's, that's where it's a little different than, like, an Orlando Brown type who I think – or, again, Orlando Brown would be an upgrade for the Bears at offensive tackle, but you got to pay him top end of the market money to be that. Without and I don't think he suits what the Bears are looking for. Whereas Taylor Lewan, I don't think at this point in his career, he exactly suits exactly what the Bears are looking for, but you don't have to spend. You likely wouldn't have to spend to get a Taylor Lewan in here anywhere near what you would have to spend to get an Orlando Brown in. So it's not the same type of risk. Yeah, a 6'7, 315. I mean, those measurables all sound good. Uh, of course, like you mentioned, the former teammate. Of Nate Davis, so you know he's already hit him up on on on, hmm. on the DMs and was like, "Yo, right. what's up? Put me on. Uh-huh. Tell him about me." Uh, let's go. Continue to go out to the phone lines again. Let's go to Robert out in Milford. Uh, so, Robert, you're loving the move so far that Ryan Poles has made, right? I'm loving it. <laughs> what do you? Uh, here's my thing, um, Ryan Poles. I think that what about moving Kevin Jenkins to uh, left tackle and? Um, Maybe we can go from there and then uh, get a playmaker. But what he's been doing so far, I'm loving that move. Of course, Tevin Jenkins, but I don't think right. Tevin Jenkins is going to go to the left tackle, you know, right? right. That ship sailed. That ship sailed. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they do like him where he's at right now. And, you know, obviously grading out to be, you know, one of the a top 20, you know, a guard at that position, you know, at that space. I, I think you don't want to mess with that too much, right? You want to build around that. Yeah. Or do you think – and it's going to be another situation. I mean, obviously, they're going to be bringing in some guys, but do you think the, the the tactic is going to be the same where they go into camp saying, we're going to get the best five guys to play off to play, play offensive line, or do you think they're going to have a clear vision of what that should look like? 
the the best five guys is the best scenario for them. But that being said, like we're all we're all forgetting about Lucas Patrick because he broke his hand when he got here. We never saw him snap the football, and he didn't look good at offensive guard. I doubt the Bears. I doubt Ryan Poles has, has forgotten about Lucas Patrick because that's been until Nate Davis today. Lucas Patrick was the biggest offensive line acquisition that he had made up to this point in his in his time running the Bears as a general manager. So Lucas Patrick was someone they signed to be their center last year. So I don't I, I, I like the point that Patrick Finley made that maybe, you know, Cody Whitehair could give you the versatility if you bump him into center. And then as far as just through that lens of the, of the best five guys available, if it's Whitehair at center and then, you, you know, you bump Davis over to left guard and Jenkins is at right guard, maybe you got a solidified interior there. But that just eliminates Lucas Patrick from the conversation, which I think I'd, I'd be surprised if Ryan Poles doesn't value in his head just the idea of this dude he went and got and paid decent money for last offseason to just say, let me let him get healthy for an offseason and come in and be the center that I felt like he was going to be when he came here to Chicago. So my guess would be the more likely scenario, just as we're kind of discussing the potential for this lineup, is that Lucas Patrick gets every opportunity to earn the starting center job for the Chicago Bears because that's what Ryan Poles paid him to come in and do last year. So you get healthy, you get that snap hand strong, you come in here, maybe you're the starting center, and now we have more depth at guard. Maybe Cody Whitehair is a cap casualty or – Maybe you just got Davis and Jenkins and Whitehair battling this thing out. I'd be surprised if that's where it ends up because Tevin Jenkins shows a lot of potential on the interior of that offensive line. It's a good he problem is, to have. Yeah, he's one of these young <laughs> potential building blocks in there, and he did. You know, the last caller may be forgetting. He got an opportunity once he got healthy to play offensive tackle early on last year. They didn't like what they saw again within this scheme. To, to be a scheme fit for how the Bears want to operate. They didn't love what they saw at tackle, bumped him in the guard, partly out of necessity. And then they said, oh, we might have something here. So just through that, in viewing the development of some of these young assets, these young players, some of them, a lot of them predate Ryan Poles, but you, you want your young guys to develop. They, they continue to use that word, and I love it because they've used it more in one year than the previous regime used the entire time they were here in Chicago. So I would imagine Tevin Jenkins is not going to be someone who's cast aside, but adding some additional veteran talent, some additional veteran competition there on the Bears' interior is something that should, in theory, make all these guys that much better. Yeah, and I, I think that that's right. I mean, it's cool to actually see someone that the Bears drafted being molded into what looks like a really good guard, right? Where you bounce him around, you try to see where you're at best. Like you said, he's he had an opportunity at tackle, but hey, we really think you're very good at guard, mm-hmm. and he proved that he is. And so the Bears obviously made the right decision with allowing him to stay in that space. And and Ryan Poles knows this as a former offensive lineman, and his number two man Ian Cunningham knows it well. We, we saw this happen with Kyle Long a little bit after after he was starting to establish something during his Bears career. You start to move young offensive linemen around. It, it can throw off their game. You know, Tevin Jenkins was a right tackle in college. They draft him and say, all right, we're going to just make you a left tackle. Then he gets all banged up. He's been injured a lot through two years with the Bears. Then he comes back. Larry Borum kind of takes the opportunity at left tackle. He gets it as their rookies. Now Jenkins, once he returned last year, he got a little time at offensive tackle just to see, can he be our right tackle? He wasn't. They bump him in the guard. This is the, the better opportunity for Tevin Jenkins will be to continue to develop at a spot that he really hadn't played much of at any level of football before now. So, you know, maybe flipping him to, to left guard is one thing, but the interior of the line 
Tevin Jenkins has an opportunity to develop there, so I doubt they want to continue shifting him around, right tackle, left tackle, right guard all over the place. Let the guy develop at one spot. Yeah, and I'm sure he has something to say for himself as well, right? Hey, yeah. hey, listen, guys, you know, this is you're right. I did do well here, and I want to kind of stay either at left or right guard. You know, I don't want to play this game where I'm out there. I know what I do well. I love crushing people, <laughs> and that's what I want to do for this mm-hmm. Chicago Bears team. Um, someone that crushes it in the fantasy space as well as the NFL ranks, See what I did there? Adam Rank is going to be hanging out with us after the break from the NFL Network. What does he think about the production that DJ Moore can have with the Chicago Bears team? We will ask him after this. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron, here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Walker remains in the gun. Three-man rush. Takes the snap. Drops back. Rolls to his left. He's flushed. Loads up, airs it deep downfield for DJ Moore behind his man. Oh, oh he got it! He caught the ball. <laughs> DJ Moore oh. caught the ball. How did that happen? Oh my goodness! Touchdown, <laughs> Carolina! This is amazing. I kept waiting for Sean Sears to edit in Chicago. Touchdown, Chicago! It's out of there. <laughs> Shout out Panthers Radio for that one, of course. An, a phenomenal, impressive catch there by DJ Moore, brand new wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. And it's going to be interesting as Ryan Poles continues to add pieces around not only Justin Fields, uh, but this defense so that that way the team itself can improve. And that's what he started doing at the beginning of free agency. And we look forward to him uh, continuing to do just that. And the chat with us, myself, Gabe Ramirez and Anthony Heron. About just that, uh, joining us right now on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He is your favorite fantasy analyst's favorite fantasy analyst. Uh, he's from the <laughs> NFL Network and host of the Sick Podcast. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Chicago Bear fan, Adam Rank. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging with us. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. Have you guys been to Circa yet? That place is unbelievable. You know what? Uh, we're a little bit later in the night, so, you know, we don't get the Danny Parkins, Matt <laughs> yeah, Spiegel we'll treatment just yet. Right. You know? Oh, Adam, listen, I, 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 got, I got hookups there. Okay. You tell me, and then I'll figure it out. We'll go to the Legacy Club. Oh. Uh, we'll see my buddy, Chris Waterman, and uh, we'll get us dialed in. And uh, I'll set you guys up. You need to be treated correctly. And the problem is uh, we need to be treated correctly by our wives first in order to let us go there, Adam. <laughs> Allow that trip to take place. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun place. Bring them. They'll have a good time. I like this. I like I know, this invitation yeah, yeah, being extended yeah, yeah. right here. We're gonna make this happen. Uh, it's probably because he's feeling good right now. And, uh, Adam, are you feeling good about the first couple of moves the, the, the Chicago Bears team has made and free agency? I love everything that has happened since Friday afternoon. When you look at the last three days, Ryan Poles has brought in DJ Moore, Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, Nate Davis, uh, an additional first round pick in 2024, which is going to loom well. And second-round picks this year and in 2025. This is what you need to build a team. Like, this is the kind of stuff that needed to happen. This is I know it was difficult to watch guys like Roquan Smith get traded away and stuff. But this is what needed to happen to turn this organization around, and I could not be more thrilled with it. Now, watching your, your vibe on the NFL Network, I see you on there next to my guy Mike Yam all the time, and I, yeah. I would say that you, you exude a certain amount of energy and urgency on the air. So I wonder how do you balance the two then? Because you want the Bears to win as soon as anyone, but there does appear to be this kind of methodical approach that Ryan Poles is taking to building this thing up. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really, it's really easy for me to live in the moment, you know, and go in and enjoy each Sunday as it presents itself. I thought that last season, especially with the development of Justin Fields, every game was fun because you would go in there and you'd be like, listen, I want to see some cool stuff. That's all I, I just want to see some cool stuff. We could win. I want to win. But I just want to see something cool, and I want to see this team develop and take pride in the process. I think that's, that's another thing, too, that, that fans could be a little bit better at is pride in the process. Hey, you know what? Like, I know moral victories aren't going to be cool in three years. But last year, and maybe even this coming season, when we play good teams and we're taking them to the limit, we're doing what we can to win and things are exciting, enjoy those moments because it's a lot of fun. Like, we've watched enough bad football over the past decade that we never need to experience that again. As long as we're going out and playing good football, that's what I'm excited for. And if you need an additional fill, like go, you know, go to Circus Sports and go play some uh, futures or whatever. I don't care. I find some other way to uh, to 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 entertain yourself. But I I, I guess it is. A di- I never thought of the dichotomy, but yeah. I'm a weirdo who loves to have energy, but I can also have fun watching us just develop. Hey, and you're also a wee guy, which I absolutely love as a Bears fan. <laughs> and I have to refrain from that, but but I'm also a wee guy in my inner circles. Uh, so that, that works well for Heck me. Heck yeah. <laughs> we're, we're it's been like too ingrained in the family. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, it's yeah. not, it's, I don't even live in Chicago. So like <laughs> this is what connects me to the city and my ancestors, like people who have grown who've like four generations of Chicago people. I was born in Schaumburg or Park Ridge, but like I do have ties to the city, but it's like, it is something that binds you. And it's, you know, we'll, we'll, my family will be Bears fans when this current group is gone. And we've been here back through Bill George and all those guys. So I, I feel fine saying we. Adam, the reality is this. We have had to suffer through all of this. So we get to celebrate <laughs> and bask in whatever's happening in the present uh, right here, right now for the, for this team. So when yeah, you, for sure. When you look at how free agency began today, then what what impressed you most? The two off ball linebackers or the interior offensive linemen? You know, it's funny because I knew for a fact that we were going to make some random. Not not that TJ Edwards is random, but I told everybody on my podcast and every appearance, I'm like, we're going to sign a defensive guy right off the bat, and it's going to throw everybody, and everybody's going to complain that we're not doing enough for Justin Fields. And so when T.J. Edwards was signed, I was like, you know what, that tracks. I thought there was a couple other Eagles. There was an Eagles guard I kind of thought could, could fit this mold as well. But I'm like, he's going to do something smart that's just going to be a fine football move that is going to help build the team for the future. It's not going to be a, a D.J. Moore type of home run, but it's going to be something cool and, you know, it's going to make sense. And then you get to Tremaine Edmonds, you're like, oh, now he's just going crazy. Like, now – Now we're in it. And, you know, I was just, uh, I was just bantering with Mike Silver about this because everybody's asking the question, like, why not keep Roquan Smith? It's like, well, I mean, you got for the money, you got TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edwards, Tremaine Edmunds, excuse me. And a second round pick for Roquan. Like I'm good with that. Like that feels like we needed to have, and plus not having Roquan uh, probably helped us get the number one overall selection which helped us land DJ Moore. So I, you know what? I like what he did. I'm interested though, to, to hear what's going to happen with Nate Davis because he played right guard last year. I don't know. Listen, I know everybody's an expert on Twitter, but he did play right guard. Our best lineman was a right guard like that. What, what, what's happening. So I, that's, 
I trust polls. It's like, okay, I know what you're doing. Like, okay, like, fine. Like, you have a friend. You're like, we all have a friend who's reliable where you're just like, okay, if you say you're going to be there, you'll be there. Like, I'm not going to think twice. I'm not going to text you, where are you, four minutes before you're supposed to arrive. I'm just going to expect you to be there. Similar with Ryan Poles, like, I'm, I know that you have a plan for this. I can't wait to hear it. But I would like to hear it right now, if you don't mind. What are we doing? Where is Nate Davis going to play? Who's playing guard? Who's playing where? But I'm cool with it. Like, we'll figure this out over the next couple of weeks. And he sounds just like me. Yeah, right? yeah we have very similar. <laughs> like, very, exactly, very similar. That's literally what I say in my head all the time. <laughs> We're talking to Adam Rank from the NFL Network, host of the Sick Podcast. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Adam Rank. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron here on 670 The Score. You know, I, I'm – I'm I'm looking at this team and I, you're seeing it come together. You know that there's still some things that need to happen, but you can't help but get excited. And you mentioned, you know, trusting the process, Adam, and enjoying the process as it is. But what, what do you think? I mean, obviously, you know, operating on the assumption that there's going to be some more pieces that are added to this team. You know, what, what can Bears fans uh, uh, look forward to in this upcoming season in terms of, you know, where, where they might end up? Well, I do, I, I do have to appreciate the fact that he's not going crazy with his money. Like, he's not overspending. You know, Mike McGlinchey and Bears fans were already already upset with a move that wasn't even made. Like, everybody was arguing, and it's like, I personally liked McGlinchey and thought that would have been a decent signing, but I also like Portillo's cake shakes. And if I walked into a Portillo's <laughs> yes, in Schaumburg right now, and they're like, hey, cake shakes are 50 bucks today, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to have water. <laughs> You just, you priced me out of the market. So I like that he's taking a more methodical approach to this and not just spending money willy nilly. Like, we'll see what happens. Like we still have the draft to go and free agency is far from over. If anything, it's the first day. So I kind of like the approach and I like the fact that he's not doing something that appeases the fans of like, okay, we're going to sign Orlando Brown. Because, I, again, I don't think that that would be the best use of our money. So I really like the fact that he's just going out there and be like, all right, we're going to be cool. We're going to go out there. We're not going to buy everything all in one day. You know, when somebody gives you a Target gift card, you just don't walk in there and willy-nilly spend that 50 bucks on the first thing that you see. You take a look around. You do some shopping. Realize that you don't have to spend it all in one day. So I like that approach. And I think for fans that are anticipating us winning the Super Bowl this year, like, oh, you might be a little disappointed. But I think the pieces are starting to be put into place for an organization that's going to have sustained success. Look at the organizations that Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham just came from. Uh, it's the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, two teams, two organizations that continue to have sustained su- success, especially the Chiefs. I mean, you saw what they did with Jawan Taylor. At some point, we're going to be like the Chiefs, and we're going to be making those moves. And so I'm happy. And so right now, I'm cool with the process. I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to be. I think already with these moves, we're competitive. We were competitive last season, so I think that we're going to be competitive, and I think we're going to be better than people give us credit for. Competitive is subjective because we're going to need somebody to rest the quarterback, Adam. You you know that. You know that well. Somebody's got to get after the passer. I think I think Ryan Poles understands this. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't have to be the guy where it's like, hey, like, the house is on, like, I see the, I see the flames. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, I can, I can see that. I see the smoke billowing through the window. But at the same time, you know, it's one of those things, like, he's got to address it. And, we, again, we've got plenty of time. 
We'll see what happens. We still got guys like Draymond Jones who are still available. Right. There's some other pass rushers. I don't think uh, Yannick Ngakwe has signed yet. Like, there's still a lot of names out there. So uh, I'm in. I'm, I'm again willing to let let this process pay up. So as you see the, you know, the sort of timeline of the off season here, then this is just day one of free agency. To your point, I've been referencing that throughout the show. So with more moves looming, more money flowing, the draft coming up, cap casualties that will take place. How do you see you know Ryan Poles maneuvering this, and, and what areas do you see him maybe prioritizing most after this first day here? Yeah, I really thought that you know a lot of the capital for free agency was going to be spent in the trenches. Uh, of course, like they've been, they've made some some tweaks on the offensive line, but it is a little bit of a shock that we didn't go a little bit harder on the defensive line because that's really got to be an area where they improve, as you said a moment ago, like getting to the quarterback. So this will dictate where they go in the draft. You know, that's what everybody's, in, you know, speculating what happens with pick number nine. But I think a lot of it depends on what happens over the rest of the week. If they can find players who can get after the quarterback, I think that uh, it's the way that – I think that's the way that he's going to have to do it. So if it's not, like for right now, I would still anticipate using number nine on an offensive tackle if that's available. But if they're not able to go out there and find a pass rusher, find ways to get to the quarterback, that could be an issue. Uh, and, who, and you know, you look at some of the guys who could be available at number nine. You, you think about uh, the kid from Texas Tech, Tyree Wilson. Uh, we got Tyree Wilson's going to be available, Lucas Van Ness. There's some other guys out there. So it'll be interesting to see over the, last couple of, over the next couple of days because that's going to dictate everything that they do in the draft. Talking to Adam Rank here on 670 The Score, Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron. You know, you are my favorite fantasy analyst's favorite fantasy analyst. <laughs> and it's only befitting to ask you about, you know, someone that people are probably going to be up in the air about next year when it comes to fantasy football. And that is Justin Fields. Now that he has a DJ Moore, I mean, and no, you've already processed this in your head, Adam. But, but, but what do you think about a Justin Fields that now has, you know, that added weapon in terms of like the fantasy landscape? You know, if you look over the NFL over the last couple of years where you saw the Buffalo Bills make a move to bring in Stephon Diggs to help their quarterback develop. Last year, the Dolphins went after Tyreek Hill. The Eagles brought in A.J. Brown. And whether you put D.J. Moore in this class or not, this is still a significant upgrade for the Chicago Bears team. And so I anticipate him being able to show off more of his passing prowess because as great as he was running the football last season, he really is like, it really, he's a pocket passer. You know, that's, I know a lot of people don't want to believe this and refuse to believe this, but like he's a pocket passer. It's like when you watch Zach Efron, you think he's a great actor and he's handsome and he's a great leading man. You, you forget that he can sing like singing is just part of what he does. Similarly, Justin Fields can run the football, but he'd prefer to throw it if he can. So when you bring in a player like DJ Moore, I think that's going to give him more of an opportunity. And again, I don't think that they're done by any stretch of the imagination, but this, this wide receiver room over the last couple of years has brought in DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, which I believe are significant upgrades to go along with Darnell Mooney. So, and if they could add another pass-catching tight end or bring in, you know, Mike Kosicki, I think is the name that gets thrown around a lot. I think there's a real chance for, uh, for Justin Fields to, I don't know, 
Maybe be that guy that finally throws for 4,000 yards for the show. Oh, I'm not going to put him whoa. out there. Come on now. Maybe. Slow down. Whoa. Slow down. Maybe. 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 There's 17 games he, now. He does sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I thought I, I love this. Very, I, it's like I'm hearing myself, similar. the homer heart. I like this. Eerie it's great. <laughs> how similar this is. But if Justin Fields shows up with that new jawline that Zach Efron got after that, <laughs> hey. that jaw surgery, no, that, that's no, going to be no. an issue, man. I don't want him doing that. I don't want him to be a method actor by any stretch of the okay. imagination. Right. But that was a. I'm thinking more Zach Efron from Neighbors. Okay. All right, we, we can deal with that. We can work with that. Just do me a favor, Adam. Next time you see my guy Mike Jam in studio over at NFL yeah. Network, make sure you give him a big hug. I will do that. That's not a problem. He is such a delightful human being. He's a very huggable that, guy. Uh, I, I love him. He is, uh, he's great to work with. He is uh, – I don't want to get this. I don't want this to get back to anybody. Okay. But it's like he is really one of my favorites to work with. So I've really enjoyed oh, him. So uh, awesome. I will give him a hug for sure. That's Please do. Great I stuff. That. And uh, shout out for getting uh, Portillo's Target and yeah, Zach Efron uh, into right. the actual interview itself. That was pretty awesome as well. <laughs> hey Adam, thanks <laughs> for hanging out with us, man. Loved having you on Chicago Radio, so we can get you inside and energy. No, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, don't be strangers. I'm not hard to find. Okay. Hold on. Hold All on. Hold on. Right. Cut, cut that clip because next time we hit hit up Adam Rank, I'm, we're going to play that for him <laughs> and send it in his email. All right, Adam, thanks for hanging out with us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you. Adam Rank, of course, from the NFL Network, also host of the Sick Podcast. Make sure you follow him, man. It's a great follow, at Adam Rank. I think he hit it, he hit it on the head. Ton of energy, represents mm-hmm. for Chicago. And he's uh, definitely Constantly. a diehard, diehard Bear fan through and through, um, as you are uh, listening right now. And we would love to hear more of your thoughts on the Bears. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron, of course, the first day of tampering. Uh, and we, and and when I say we, I don't mean the Bears. I mean 670, the score, <laughs> got you covered. Not only is Aunt, Aunt and I uh, holding you down till 9 o'clock, Mark Grody is going to be Gross. coming on from 9 to midnight. And then Adam Studzinski, in case there are any late-night happenings, He's going to take care of you with all the info, so make sure you keep it here so that that way you can get all your coverage from your favorite team. Again, Last night was a oh. big night for Grody, too, man. Harrison Ford was on stage at the Academy Awards. He had, had his guy Short Round, who won the, the best. Uh, Wait, why is that big for Grody? Because uh, Grody's just Mr. Harrison Ford. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. The samples. <laughs> okay, I didn't like, know that. Every famous Harrison Ford quote from every movie of of all of Harrison Ford's dozens of films that he starred in, Grody got them all down. So, yeah, it was That's a big great. night for Grody's and Harrison Ford was on stage. Grody on Friday when we were, you know, covering the Bears trade did an impression of himself. <laughs> That an impression was, of himself doing Harrison Ford? It, no, no, oh, okay. no. This is an impression like, of Mark this Grody. This is Mark Grody doing Mark Grody. It's just, guys, hey. Uh, <laughs> and I'm dying laughing because I'm like, that is actually an impression you know of what? Mark Grody. That actually sounds like Mark <laughs> so, Grody. Like, this is weird. This is so weird. A parody version, no, nonetheless. All right, uh, we're taking your calls. Phone lines are open, 312-644-6767. Thoughts on the first few moves for the Chicago Bears during free agency? And where would you like them to spend the money next? 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Anthony Heron. It's Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You changed the samples, didn't you, huh? You switched the samples after Lentz died. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. We uh, we went to one, we went to a couple. We we uh, we were big on like their family nights, uh, kind of like in the summer. You know, they had the little yep for the preseason game, and then they had like a like open practices and stuff there. So like that was that was our event because it was, wasn't that many people in the in the uh, stadium, and you could just you felt like you had free reign and you got an up close up close look at um, you know your favorite team. So it's uh, it's definitely. Again, surreal. My parents were were in, were in tears and all that. They're they're super excited. So it was a, it was a good good feeling in, in the Edwards household for sure. TJ Edwards talking to Parkinson Spiegel earlier today about you know going to some Bears nights. I, I've been there too. I've been there with family, been there with friends. He's right. It's empty. You feel like you kind of if you've never experienced Soldier Field, that is your moment to do just that. And it's like oh, but you're in the stadium. You still get to see a practice. It's really cool. And and then you're thinking, you're probably thinking to yourself like. You know, because we as fans assume that every player is just significantly older than us, mm. even as fans. Mm-hmm. TJ Edwards is 26. <laughs> he's not. And so when he's talking about this, he's literally mentioning like eight years ago. Right. <laughs> you know, when, yeah. he, when he was doing that when kind of stuff. When I was a kid. When I was a kid. Week. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When you were still at your job that you were at, he was <laughs> going to family night Classic with, with his youth, friends. Classic youth, right, guys? Us old people, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, sure. <laughs> right, sure. You're, hey, hey, you're getting there. So you only can use that joke for 30, a little bit. I just turned 30, man. It's That's crazy. Like, all these players, I'm like, I'm used to those guys being older than me. And it's like, God, this guy's like, he's in high school when you I was like. You any gray hairs yeah, yet right, there, got, Sears? A few, a few. Yeah, okay. yeah it's getting scary. Right. When they get in the beard, just don't just don't <laughs> click just one off of there. You got to get a couple off of there, right? I've learned it so much from you guys. It's, right. it's uh, Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron, the old guys. How do I do taxes now? Is that a, you know? I got you, bro. I used to work at H&R Black. I got you. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about uh, the Bears additions. Um, at the start of free agency, TJ Edwards being one of them. We're going to play a couple more clips from TJ as he spoke with Parkinson Spiegel. If you if you want to hear the whole thing, um, you can catch it probably later tonight with Grody. Um, but, of course, if you download the Odyssey app, you can get the Parkinson Spiegel podcast, which I'm sure is up there right now. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Interested to hear about your thoughts as free agency has begun. Uh, let's go to John out in Bradenton. So, uh, what, what did you think? Of, first of all, what did you think about the Bears' trade when they moved on from the number for, from the number one pick? Gabe, I'm I'm a Northwest suburbanite, 
as a native, been living in Florida a long time, long-time listener to the score since they came on the air 100 years ago, more or less. Here, here's the thing. I am very, very excited as Bears fan living down here in Florida because let, I, I got to think, we have not had, if we truly evaluate this thing, when was the last time we truly hit a home run in a draft? I got to go all the way back to Jerry Venisi. And those guys, and they put the Super Bowl team together, for God's sakes. Now, I think with this new regime coming in here, why is it everybody excited? We are stacked with draft picks. We have a very young team that we put in that field all year long. Yeah, they struggled. But, hey, man, let's let's think about Rashawn Salam, Kevin White, Mitch Trubinsky. How many blunders has this team made in the draft year after year after year? i got a feeling it's going to go differently now. And the, the train is heading in the right direction. And I, I think we are very, very close going from worst to first in a short period of time. Let's everybody get on board and let's steamroll this thing. What do you think? I'm going to hang up your comments. Super Bowl! <laughs> what do I think? You know what I think. Bet the money right now. One dollar. Just one dollar. If something happens. In, if something happens. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad we got a Trubinsky in there, too. Yeah. You know, because when it was Mitch and QB <laughs> in the present, and now we're getting more and more of Mitch Trubinsky being in the past as the Bears quarterback. He will always be, to a certain segment of hey. Bears fandom, Mitchell Trubinsky. He lives in Florida, but he's a true Chicagoan That's right, right there. That's uh, right. Let's, I respect uh, that. Let's take another call. Let's go to Derek out in Markham. Derek, you bring up a good point. The Bears have signed two linebackers, and, of course, a lot of people still worried about you know, what that pass rush can look like, but there's still time to address it. Uh, but in your mind, there's something specific that you're worried about with this defense. Hello. Yes, yeah, gentlemen. You know, after watching last season, you know, them third and 15th, man, defensively, you know, the Bears couldn't stop nobody. You know, I know Ryan Poe's going to try to do this, but let me ask, answer this question. You know, it's a long ways till training camp. But, you know, in training camp, Anthony, you know, they let players go because of age and uh, contracts. Mm. Do you think the Bears going to do that kind of thing this year? I think that the Bears will more likely be searching the waiver wire, kind of keeping their eyes on things for what other folks are going to end up cutting loose because they got to spend money. That's the thing. they they got to get to at least the, the basement level of the salary cap just to make sure. And I'm sure they're going to, but they, they do have a certain – salary cap level that they have to meet the minimum standard for the NFL. So there's more money to be spent. There's more money they will spend. They're trying to do it wisely at the moment without just sort of throwing big numbers at guys who who they don't necessarily feel like suit where they're at at the moment. Like a Javon Hargrave is an outstanding football player, but he's 30-plus years old. And so you if you go and give him top-of-the-market money right now – where the Bears are right now still in the infancy of their build. They have torn down. They're just starting to build back up, likely at least a season or two away from like seeing themselves as, as a Super Bowl-caliber franchise. Let's call it one season. You know, This year, you want to see the Bears win some more in 2023. And then, in a perfect world, 2024 is when you're kind of feeling like, all right, are we a piece or two away? Two first-round picks away? You know, right? <laughs> you know, from being truly a part of maybe a championship yeah. kind of puzzle. So it feels like Ryan Poles is not trying to go sort of all in yet. He's trying to spend wisely. That's where, you know, if you get 
a cap casualty from a veteran guy as you get deeper into the offseason or even to the caller's point during training camp, then that's a different situation to be in. That's where you're likely to get a more advantageous deal, a more team-friendly deal from someone who, for someone who can maybe play at a high level coming in, but like a Javon Hargrave type, because they need they need a lot of help on the D-line. They need guys everywhere on the D-line, and that's where you can have some of these young guys with maybe traits who get bumped down the depth chart a little bit more, and it's across the board. They're going to need it. So, I, you know, they will sign guys. How good will they be? Will it be a Draymond Jones type who you say we we value him as someone we can build around? That's going to be top of the market money. That's yeah. going to be not likely resetting the market, but with the cap going up, that's a part of the discussion that all these guys are having right now. Even a Mike McGlinchey at offensive tackle, you know, ver- the value of Mike McGlinchey's deal for right now puts him towards the top of the offensive tackle market. A year or two from now, that deal is going to look very different as the cap balloons up, but that's a part of the the agent negotiating it in that manner and saying that we know the cap's going up. We want a certain value of guaranteed money that's in this deal that for right now resets the market, but the market gets reset because the cap balloons on an annual basis. And so the annual value of the deals of the guys going right now, it's happening on the D-line, it's happening on, on the O-line, it'll continue to happen at quarterback. But a few years from now, we're going to view all these deals very differently than we do at the moment. Yeah, but but Derek, you do bring up a great point is that, you know, the Bears can be a team because of the money that can absorb somebody that's a cap casualty, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as training camp continues on. And speaking of deals that have been made, it was interesting to hear from TJ Edwards talk about the negotiations between him and the Bears and the, the, the sort of definitive nature in, in which the whole thing played out. Yeah, it was quick, man. It was uh, it all happened so fast. You know, they say like the free agency, it, it takes takes so long to get here, but then once it does, uh, things things move quickly. And you know, obviously, me being my first time in it, kind of just a whirlwind for me. But it's it's hard to pass up when uh, you know your hometown team calls, and um, you just want to find a way to get it done as fast as possible, for sure. Quick negotiations. That's what he talked about, and that comes from an organization that understands what they want, has done their due diligence, their homework on what kind of characters and athletes they want on their squad. And clearly they coveted the services of TJ Edwards by giving them that three-year deal. And I think they did a great job. Of course, he's going to want to play hard for this squad as well. Uh, but they also signed somebody else, Nate Davis, nice right right guard uh, from the Tennessee Titans. And listen, it's one thing for Ant and I to try to pretend that we watched 16 games of Nate <laughs> uh, Davis and, mm-hmm. and saw what he can do. It's another thing when we get to actually talk to someone who did. Uh, Teron Davenport. Uh, who covers the Titans for ESPN NFL Nation. Uh, He will be joining us after the break. What does he have to say about the impact that Nate Davis can have on this team and how will he help the development of Justin Fields? We'll find out after the break. Teron Davenport joins us next. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron here on 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.